Hey, welcome to the Provo Kid. This is a special uh, episode. I have Hollow Heights here. Hollow Heights. Fuck, <laughs> dude, I did that in my comments. I was re- I was going through. We'll have to start over. I saw that. You saw that? I was like, a joke or something. I was no, like, oh, like, I keep fucking these two bands <laughs> up, man. The Hollow Heights, Hollow Hill. Oh, Lonely God. Hill. Yeah, and I had to go back. So I was actually fixing that today, uh, just because that bothered me. If you look at my reel, I can't change the reel, but I, I fixed the. Uh, the iTunes and Spotify. So about oh, to start over, dude. No, <laughs> oh, dude, keep it, man. That was awesome. Okay, welcome. So this is Hollow Hill, and uh, I got Caleb and Mitchell, correct? Yeah. And yeah. Then, um, two of the the band members. Uh, the other three, I think, are practicing, right? Practicing right now? Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, They're all better yeah. than us at their instruments, yeah. so. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate you both being here and uh, trying out this new podcast thing I'm doing. Uh, would you guys like to introduce anything you'd like to share? Tour dates or shows coming up? I know you have the Kilby Court. I, I hope I said Kilby Court, right? Yeah. Is that in July 1st? July 1st. Yeah. Cool, cool. Can, hey, anything else you want to tell us about that or any your other dates coming up? It's going to be sick. I mean, we're playing with Lonely Heights and Cardinal Bloom, so both dope bands. Yeah, those guys, they just won the past two Battle of the Bands. I think okay. Cardinal Bloom just won uh, the Velour Battle of the Bands. All right. Lonely Heights won the Battle of the Bands at um, the Boardwalk. Okay. So the top two places for Provo and for Orem. Those that, are the guys, and they invited us to be on. So. Man, that's pretty awesome. So as, we, as we're doing this podcast here, I'm confused at uh, a few things, and I'm learning how to do this, but you guys don't see, seem too confused about the music you're making, and I want to know how you guys work together and make a song. Is it... Uh, done by you know collectively does one person start a riff the next person start writing lyrics like how does a, a song uh, come together for your band up to this point so we've been a band for oh, see even that's a tough question because yeah hollow hill started we played our first show in january of 2021 okay it's been a, almost a year and a half 
Wow. And uh, since then, it's gone through some changes and just even like members of the band and whatnot. Yeah. So obviously, it's been different. I started this band with the hopes that we'd, I'd be able to get out all this music that I had written since even like high school. Yeah. I'm 25 right now. Okay. <laughs> so it's been a long time coming. I've had all this music just kind of stored up. I'm like, oh, I really want to get this out. I want to get this out, but I don't have a band and I don't have the voice okay. that I want, you know, yeah. for the songs that I've written and stuff. So I was like, I need to build a band around me. Um, I chose to play the easiest instrument. That is the rhythm guitar. Okay. <laughs> so we got Owen on the guitar. Uh, Sean Mortensen right now on bass. Excellent. Mitch is our lead vocalist. And uh, Theo Adamson on drums. But it wasn't always like that. We had a different drummer. We had a different bassist. We had a different lead singer even. Wow. Um, yeah. So you guys kind of <laughs> evolved like a Pokemon. It just keeps growing and growing. No, and exactly. Growing. And like, so at the songs that we released during that time mostly started kind of with like basic ideas I had. Yeah. But it built around like kind of my vision, but everyone obviously brings their own things to the table. Yeah. And so now that we have a different bassist, a different lead singer, a different drummer. Yeah. Like you said, it's just going to keep evolving. But uh, so some songs, it just comes from a song. Hey, I've had this written for years. Some of them like yesterday, we're work working on one that our, our bassist, Almost came up the entire thing. We're like, yeah, dude, we like it. Let's jam to it. And it's turning out really well. And then we've got some like Fade Into Me. It's an unreleased song, but we play it live. You'll hear it at Kilby. Excellent. Um, so you yeah. guys got some in the bank. And that one's written by everyone collectively. Like it just started like Owen had a riff and then the bass came in and then he started humming and, you know, and then it just built to what it is today. So. Wow, that's pretty awesome. It's kind of all over the place. How we write. That's kind of how I imagined because uh, I watched the Beatles documentary recently where they all uh, jammed out and made that, that sick album. And just to see how they all work together, that's how I imagined uh, your band after seeing that. I'm like, oh, that's how they made the music. But you never did. Yeah, sure. we like the it's Beatles. Everything, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a collective work. And uh, my next question was, I noticed uh, when I was doing some uh, background information, you have your own song, Whiskey, Weed, and Nicotine. And I was wondering, is that, uh, you did Sam Part 2 Reimagined, right? Mm -hmm. Is there going to be a Reimagined Whiskey, weed, and nicotine. Um, and if so, I'd really like to hear that. Uh, if not, please work on it, dude. I, I don't know how we transfer that vibe. You, you, want, you want it to be a rock song? Is that what you're saying? A little bit. Yeah, both. You can do part one, might part be able two. to remake Save Me, but I don't know about whiskey, weed, and nicotine. That's true. That that would be a dope one. That would That's, be kind of Going cool. with that idea, though, we have some covers that we've been trying to work on. Okay. Um, just brainstorming, but... Kind of the same idea, whereas like if it's a heavy song, we want to take it really slow and chill. Yeah. Or if it's a really chill song or pop type song, we're going to make it really like rock. Yeah. Or something. So those typically turn out well, so it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I like that concept where you take something and flip it on its head or, yeah, or take yeah. it in a different direction. Uh, I think it's where you get a lot of creativity and real, uh, I would say, prolific or expansive art because you're breaking the pattern. You understand the rule and then you break it. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. Um, the next thing I wanted to get into, uh, perhaps, is just the locality. Um, you guys are from Provo, Utah, and tell me about the Valor and what it's like to play there. Is that one of your favorite venues? Do you have any uh, upcoming, uh, what's, what would we call shows there? Sometimes I call them shows and concerts. Uh, what do you, yeah. <laughs> I go back Either or. Either I say or. show a lot. Okay, because yeah. I called them concerts, and I was like, you got to stop saying concert. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's still technically a concert, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just say show because it sounds more like underground. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds cooler. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I guess I was an orchestra. We always called those concerts, but never shows. But here we play rock, and sometimes I still call them concerts. So I don't know. I don't think it matters too much. It's but uh, it's all the same. Awesome. Cool. Cool. So uh, the velour. What's that like? Uh, I've only been there one time, and the last time I was spontaneously. I forget what band members they were. They were handing out uh, flyers to to me and my wife as we were walking. You guys were having a show that day. Oh really? And, uh, yeah. That was the. I missed that opportunity, and I was like, "Hey, no wait." I know, I know the lead singer. I went to a conspiracy podcast with his brother, <laughs> whatever. And, uh, God, so uh, how was that show at Valor? Uh, looked fun, and uh, what's what's it like playing in front of a live band or a live crowd there? Dude, Dude it's uh, fun. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely one of the main things we look forward to yeah. when it comes to being in a band just in general and writing music and stuff. Is Thinking about what that experience is going to be like presenting it to people. Yeah. Um, and how are they going to receive it? Uh, how is the band... Because, like, even when we're just playing it during practice and then in front of a live crowd, like, it's it's different. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Or if you're just in your room alone practicing or whatever, you know, it's, it's always going to be different. And when you're playing live in front of people, something just so invigorating, just like... Like, you're the main character, you know? And that sounds like, I don't know, like, puffed up or something, but, like... Well, I think it's when uh, collectively you get everybody's consciousness focused on one thing. Yeah, so, dude. Like, yeah, it is like a main, like there's like an energy on stage. Yeah, it's not it's, you. It's everybody in that moment is the main character, right? Yeah, and yeah. It, it, when you when you have that like I don't know what the right word is, but like unity, unity. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. probably the word. Yeah, and like you're looking at each other on stage and you're you're feeling it and stuff, and you're able to look out in the crowds feeling it, like. There's very few things that compare to that, honestly. Man, that's awesome. And I've thought about performing live myself, and I actually do have something to plug. I'm going to do my stand-up comedy special March what? 31st in Provo. It'll be my first time doing stand-up comedy and my last. Uh, so <laughs> it'll be last your last. What? Yeah. yeah. So it's a stand-up comedy special, uh, half hour. I'm going to post it on YouTube. And it'll just be my, you know, first time doing it and my last. It's kind of like an artistic performance piece. Okay. Just to... Did you uh, say March 31st or do yeah. you mean like May 31st? May, it might be May. May or March. That's how I'm working. Is that next year? Next year. Next year. Oh, okay. you're talking next year. Okay. okay. Next year. Yeah, 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 yeah. i got to study a lot. Oh, yeah. There you go, dude. Where at? Uh, I'm thinking like a coffee shop on Provo or, or the Valor, but like that's... To me, I don't even know if I could get 10 people to come see me fail. <laughs> oh, man, man. Yeah, we'll be there, dude. You kidding me? A year from now, Provo Kid Podcast is going to be blown up. Perhaps. <laughs> my stand-up skills will what, still be What makes same. you say it's going to be one and done, dude? Uh, just because that's the artistic thing I'm presenting. It's oh. just the idea of uh, creating a stand-up comedy piece of someone who's never done it and who will never do it again. But it'll be a special, right? You know, like yeah. people make specials. Well, the first time I do, it's really special. And so, I don't huh. know. I know it's going to be terrible, but uh, I'm going to post it like it's great. <laughs> Dude, I love that, though. The stuff you already post on, like, your Instagram reels and stuff, all your posts are already, like, you crack people up already. With it. so. Just your, your character, who you are, your personality. So I don't see what that's going to go well, dude. Like you, uh, this character, the Provo Kid, and everything I've created has evolved, right? I was, like, the third eye hitter. I was Blake Lockhart. I was a bunch of these things, and... Um, all those like failures made this what it is right now. Like all the many successes I've had, uh, I've created this Provo Kid. But for a long time, 
just the I had lack of confidence, lack of uh, foresight, and I struggled thinking of how to present what I wanted. And I realized, like, if I was just myself, the Provo kid, that's what I am. I live in Provo. I walk down Provo the streets every day. Uh, if I'm just me, it's it's a lot easier, right? You don't have to yeah. think as much. Right. And so all the other characters, even my name, Blake Lockhart, before, uh, that's just my last name, and it's hard for people to say. <laughs> <laughs> so it's terrible advertising. Like, what are you, Blake Lockhart? It's like doesn't make sense. Um, so, just kind of like your band and Hollow Hill and just everything. I think in general, the part of getting to some form of success is accepting failure and just growing from that and changing. And I find that the the artists that have the most success are people who just never stop. Right? Yeah. You never stop posting. You never stop making music because it's for me, and I assume it's for you guys. You make music because it's fun. You sing because you enjoy it, you jam, and you play all these things because it's what you want to do, right? And I think that's one of the coolest things and one of the things that turned me on to your music is there's a real sense of authenticity and just these guys are making music, they're having fun, and it's really cool to see. And I, man, if you even listen to the radio, it's so hard to find anybody who's making music for fun. Mm. There, It seems like uh, it's difficult. So tell me about, I guess... What's what's one of the funnest moments you guys have had as a band? Or are there any, like, are practices super fun? Or, like, are they sometimes <laughs> difficult? Because I can imagine, like, all you guys getting together and, like, uh, maybe is it a bunch, like, five cats getting together and they're all doing their own thing? Or ha- do you have to wrangle them? <laughs> or it's, it like, like, five cats that go crazy because they're all in the same room. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a good time. It's, it's super fun, man. I usually show up super tired because I'm coming after work and then we get going and I have tons of energy afterward. Dude, that's the it's funniest time, thing man. is seeing him. Yeah, the transition or Theo who I just woke up, you know. Down. <laughs> yeah, I start sitting down. We're all just kind of like, but after the first song, we're like, okay, you know, Theo shirt's coming off and stuff. And it's just like, we start roasting each other. It's what, what did we just say yesterday? We just had practice yesterday. Uh, I think it's. Again, we just roast the crap out of each other, yeah. and we think that's pretty healthy for a good relationship. Yeah. No, yeah, sure. busting balls. That's <laughs> something I grew up with, and I, I look back at like my friend group and the people who didn't make it were sometimes the ones who didn't understand. Like, hey, we bust balls. We're joking with you, and it is this weird sense of camaraderie that I've only experienced with uh, my other male friends, and there are, I, I would assume, a couple other people that could fit into that group and under, enjoy that type of humor and uh, playing around. But that's the best, man. When you're with your boys, yeah, you're having a good time. Yeah. Um, how, who kind of focuses the group? How do you guys, do you guys go into a practice session? Like, let's make a new song or let's uh, practice performing. Uh, some A set list that we're going to uh, per, perhaps, perhaps perform. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, but what's it like for a practice? Are there, I, do you know what you're going to do beforehand? Or does something new come out of it every time? Usually we have a pretty good idea. I mean, if we have a show coming up, we'll go through the set list and make sure we have that down. Last practice, we do have shows coming up, but we're more focused on kind of nailing down this new song that we're working on. So it's, it just depends. We're going to try to start doing, like, writing sessions and stuff like that to be a little bit more collaborative. But, yeah, for the most part, we usually have it pretty laid out, I think. Awesome. When you guys think about writing, uh, sometimes I think that writing uh, comes from living experiences. Is there, are there things you guys like to do in your free time that you look to as a well or as a muse for, uh, like, I guess, creation? So do you guys, where do you guys 
develop your concepts? Are they on walks? Do you guys skateboard? Or is, uh, you know, where do you guys kind of pull your energy from? Uh, I got into skating and then I jacked up my ankle, so I can't do that anymore. But <laughs> most of my, and this is probably it for any songwriter, like, I mean, yourself, I mean, they really come from experiences, like you said. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of our songs come from negative experiences yep. with the, <clears throat> the opposite sex. And, <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's just where the emotion comes from, yeah. you know, and yeah. your feelings. And you. I think one of the main goals of writing a song is you want it to resonate with the, an audience. And yeah. most people have been through some sort of relationship, they some sort of heartbreak. You hope some sort have. of Right? Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, or even the opposite of that, you know, the, the good part of relationship. I mean, that's what most, most songs are about anyway. But yeah. so like for me, what we our most recent single, Stay With Me, mm -hmm. um, that talks about a specific girl yeah. uh, <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's hilarious because I only knew that girl for a week and a half. Well, I knew her for like over a year, but like we like, you know, started seeing each other for a week and a half. Yeah. And then I've got so many songs that came from that week and a half. You know what I mean? Both yes. from the positive feelings, the yeah. negative feelings, like you're just able to pull from that it was one a experience. Really rich experience that provide a lot of insight for you. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's 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 lots of different experiences that happen all at once. But I think I think one thing is maybe you were trying to get out when it's like, oh, do you skateboard and stuff? Like where where do you come up with these ideas? For me, honestly, this is the most basic answer, but like in the shower, dude. I write <laughs> sometimes I'll go in the shower. And I'll come out with a whole song. Yeah. Like, just like, you know, I'm like, oh, that's it. And then I go and I sit down sometimes with the towel still on with the voice memos on my phone and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, there's that. So I think there's something magical about water. I, I really do. And I grew up playing video games. And one of them was Diablo. So you have the blue vial oh, and the yeah. red vial, right? So the blue vial <laughs> is, uh, to me, I always thought water. But water is magic. And there's stories of, I would as Achilles being dipped in a pond. And, like, there's a lot of significance to the magic of water, it's what keeps us alive, right? And so when you have what keeps you alive wash over you, I think it really does, there's some type of like energy transfer that's happening. Like that water's been on earth forever and it's washing over you and I think you absorb some of that. Cause like you, man, I get a lot of ideas and inspirations in the shower and that's why, I, you know, they're, they're, they're so fun and so enjoyable to kind of get lost in these thoughts that you guys have, that you might have. Um, and that's awesome, man. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? Or? Yeah, I mean, I similar. I mean, a lot of my songs come from, <laughs> you know, shitty moments in my <laughs> life. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's usually what it is. I don't necessarily get a ton of thoughts in the shower. I'm usually too tired in the morning <laughs> in the shower. But, I shower at night, so maybe yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I get, I get this certain vibe every once in a while, and I'll just go pick up my guitar, and that's when I can write Wow. Stuff. I can't just work on it so, otherwise. That's, that's really interesting. Cool. I've been trying to treat treat thoughts like those as people. So people think like thoughts are just thoughts trapped in your brain. But I've been trying to take on this more like, I guess the, the term is animistic or where like you encounter thoughts as people sometimes or sometimes uh, in, uh, in the LDS church might be like the Holy Spirit, right? So sure. you are taught in uh, culturally, locally, that there's this thing that's different than your own thoughts that can talk to you right mm -hmm. but um and we're, we're taught to recognize that but i think all thoughts in some sense are a generalized i'm not saying i believe this concretely <laughs> i don't believe everything i say i'm just saying i'm trying to treat thoughts more like people so to your point when you get this you know thought like go pick up the guitar and play this song i think that's some 
you know, maybe like familial uh, spirit or energy trying to generate you to create and to expand yourself. So I really like that. That's cool. And uh, I really like that you brought that to the table, man. Um, but yeah, growing up in Utah is different. Uh, just even talking about the Holy Spirit, I'm like, man, it's, it's funny. Uh, we're, we're so different and culturally different uh, around here. And I don't talk about that too much, but... Yeah, man, when I have good thoughts like that, that direct me towards creation, they're hard to ignore. And yeah. um, it really, to me, it really feels good when you act on those thoughts of creation. And uh, I'm excited for what you guys are creating. I've been waiting uh, for another new song. You know, you teased me with it earlier. What's the new song you got coming out? You said you're going to play it. Oh, it's, we got a lot of new stuff actually it's we're working on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the plan, well, I guess what you're going to hear live, we've got... Songs that are unreleased that we're going to play live, one is Fade Into Me. That's the one we're talking about. That, like, that was 100% everyone had their own parts of playing that song. I love it. Um, like, it just all happened all at once in one jam sesh, you know? Uh, Fade Into Me, Hazel Eyes. Fade Into Me is, like, really rock, you know? Like, almost on the side of, like, Muse. I don't know how to explain it. And then Hazel Eyes is acoustic. Okay. basically with the really light stuff and it's like that's like our one love song right now like yeah. positive feelings you know what it, yeah you know, they come from a relationship uh and then what's the other one um hold my tongue yeah hold my tongue is another rock good rock so song you guys have so a... three new ones that we have currently on the set list for live shows and then a lot more that are just gonna be coming out you guys have a little treasure chest waiting for us. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to tag on to something you said earlier where you said a lot of our songs start out, or like uh, you said, they've been about relationships and kind of being at uh, lower points, right? And I've thought about this as a storyteller. Um, nobody, and I think I got to give credit, it's Von Nugget, right? He uh, gave, uh, this is where I'm exposing this wisdom from. So this isn't my thoughts. But he explains that a good story always starts at the bottom, right? Like, because nobody likes a winner. So, um, everyone likes an underdog story. Yeah, and a real story starts with growth, right? Um, a seed and um, a lower part uh, where you learn and you grow. So, to me, it seems appropriate that your songs and your energy are that. Because I can imagine as you and uh, the band grow and everybody grows, the story's gonna change, the music's gonna change, your experiences are gonna change, mm -hmm. and it seems appropriate that the tone is what it is. Um, that's where most stories start. Like, oh, here we're here, and we're going to this place, right? right. Yeah. Um, so I am excited to hear what you guys are cooking and what's gonna happen in the future. Um, but I just wanted to share that point with you because I had to tag on, like, yes, it makes sense your music's at that level, and because, <laughs> It doesn't make sense to start at, at the end of Alice in Wonderland, not Alice in right. Wonderland, or uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Sure, right? yeah. you got to start at the beginning where she has struggles, and then she grows, and she meets all these people, and uh, life has challenges, and then what's the high note? I don't know. You guys will know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited well, to dude, that. I mean, that's, I was just going to say, like, going along with that point, it's funny that you mentioned the Beatles, too, because I was actually, actually just talking to my brother, Ben, and he mentioned, we're having a similar conversation, actually, and... How, like, it's only going to get better from here because we're becoming more and more familiar with each other. Yeah. We're becoming more and more familiar with how we jam. Yep. You know what I mean? And how we play together and whatnot. And my brother brought up the Beatles. I don't know if he's seen the, that uh, documentary yet or not. I haven't. I really need to. Yeah. Um, 
But he's like, it took them a while to, I can't remember what it was, if it took them a while to get started or to release their first album, whatever it was, but it took them a while to get from here to here, not because they weren't good musicians or anything, yeah. but because it takes that long to get to know each other and to, yeah. to flow well, you know, to grow. You start here and you you got to learn how to mesh together really well. And so I'm really excited for one. I think we all are. I mean, even our drummer yesterday, he's, again, he's relatively new. He's the newest in the band. He's been with us for a few months now. Yeah. Um, but at the end of practice, he was like, dude, I'm so glad I'm in your guys' band right now. And he was just yeah. like, this is fun. This is, you know, we're, we all just kind of had one of those moments. It's like, this is going well. Yeah. We're yeah. all pretty stoked with where we're at. And then again, we have a great time during practice anyway. Like, we're yeah. just constantly <laughs> laughing and stuff. So it's going really well, and it's only going to get better. That is going to start translating into the new songs, I think. And it's just going to be, the chemistry is just going to keep getting better. So. Well, I'm, I'm seeing a change, too, like just getting everyone's influence in there because I feel like we all have very different styles of music if we were to do it on our own. Yeah. Like, mine's kind of more like a singer-songwriter. Owen is more like blues. Yeah, he's like John Mayer. Yeah, Sean <laughs> is just a wizard. I don't know he, what he is. He, he, he gets a lot from, like, Muse. Like, again, he's on the bass. Okay. And if you're familiar with Muse at all, Chris Hems or Chris Wolfenstone? I don't even know how to say his last name, but... He's very interesting style of picking on the bass with really like heavy distortion. Yeah. Him and like I don't know a few others. So it's weird to see all this yeah. coming together, and it's it's well, gonna be really cool. I think it's bringing cool. a lot more just like you know being comfortable and being like feeling like you're a part and you're yeah. involved and like this is your journey, this is your yeah. project too. You know, so it feels like sixties and seventies rock. Yeah, some Led Zeppelin. Day. Yeah, it's like. So everyone's getting to throw their own little piece in there, and it when it all meshes together, like, I'll, I'll admit, and Owen knows this, Owen, our lead guitarist, who has a major, like, blues influence, John Mayer type stuff, like, when we, yeah. so this band started me and Owen, okay. Owen and I, I'll say that, no. yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he's obviously way better than I am at guitar, like, just, he can just come up with legs he can add it just it's, yeah. he, he knows yeah. what he's doing on a, he knows that fretboard very well and uh i remember having thoughts of just like man it's just not quite the right style yeah and we we've kind of gone through this the last year and a half of just like i'm not i honestly am not that big of a fan of blues that's like his main thing yeah but when it gets incorporated like you should hear his solos you have heard his solos yeah. like look up our song mess of sin mm. that solo yeah, yeah. like i know what you're talking about in a very heavy song, like, it's just like, wow, okay, that totally works, you know? Like, it, it, so it's really cool to see how these styles, like, mesh when you really wouldn't cool. think that they would necessarily. Yeah, certainly, and I think that's kind of the best part is when you think about a good recipe, it's not, uh, you know, it's seasoned with a lot of things, and a lot yeah. of seasoning might just not be good on itself, or uh, you just got to add all the right elements, and when all those elements like work together... Comparison. Like um, you make a delicious recipe, right? Yeah. And so that's really fun to see and to be a part of. Um, and for me, the last time I had a team experience was like in college. Um, but you guys have this own your own team experience and trying to work together and create the, the music you're creating. It's got to be uh, testing sometimes because, like you said, uh, a lot of people might have uh, like, hey, we, this riff should be longer or the maybe let's add another chorus line, expand it. Um, sometimes I, I think about this, uh, we were talking about how long a podcast should be. How long should a song be? Cause I'm a fan of meatloaf. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with him. Um, but I like, he's, you know, kind of opera and long songs, but how long do you think a song should be? 
Uh, and that's a question for both of you. Like, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> dude. Well, what is it? Isn't that certain playlists won't take it over like I mean, minutes or something? Yeah, <laughs> it all depends. Like, you listen to songs on the radio, and what's well, funny? I was just talking to my brother about this again. It's like I didn't realize until like the end of my high school days. Like, wait a second, this song that I love is way shorter on the radio. You know, they have the radio edit yeah. where they, they condense it and stuff like that. Like, they'll yeah. cut the bridge in half or whatever it is because people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter, I think. Certainly. Um, and then you got people that are into specific genres or bands and they're used to, they're accustomed to longer songs. So that's, that's totally normal. It's cool. But like he said, we, we submit our songs to playlists in hopes that they'll get put on added to people's okay. Spotify playlists and things like that. And kind of uh, scientific right here. Right yeah. yeah, yeah and, play it right. and a lot of feedback that we get when people don't accept the song is like, your intro was too long. Interesting. I like, that wanted to get to the punchline right off the bat, you know. Yeah, just, no patience, my brother. Yeah, it's like, oh, but it's like we're painting a piece, you know. Let it develop and stuff. And so, yeah, let the beat build. Yeah. yeah. You probably notice, like, with uh, Sam, our song, it's broken up part one, part two. Yes. And we kind of yeah. made that decision, like, with the second time around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just because it was too long. It took too long to get started. But, like, part one, really cool sounding yes. intro. On its own. Amazing, yeah. and then yeah, just part two just gets right into it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Just the expansiveness of of uh, creating two different things, and you know that is probably what a seven minute song, and then you split it, right? So yeah, so I was gonna say to get back to your main point of how long should a song be? I mean, however long you want the song to be, but like generally an alternative rock, which we consider ourselves alternative rock, anywhere from three and a half to four and a half minutes okay and a long song is like five and a half six minutes which like mess of sin is our longest yeah. song right now which well, i, I couldn't like, imagine that being shorter like exactly yeah. that's just how it is you know <clears throat> um that's like five and a half minutes or something like that so whereas hazel eyes this chill song i told you about that's gonna be coming out it's like one of our few songs, like under a minute thirty, I think. Okay. <laughs> really that short? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I, I think so. We'll see. That's probably a good thing. And and the I think uh, as you create something, it's nice to have, uh, and as an artist. You, did I wait? Did I say a minute thirty? Yeah. Oh geez, no. Sorry, my bad. Oh. Three minutes and thirty seconds. Okay. Three thirty. No, not a minute. That's a good Most thing. of our songs don't get to the chorus until like a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Okay. Well, let me change the question then. Uh, so if it's the time you mentioned, uh, three minutes and thirty seconds, right? Mm. Uh, as I know, part of the people who listen to Provo Kid might know that I'm into conspiracies or. Uh, just different topics, but one of the things I like thinking about is gematria or numbers. And do you guys decide the exact time length a song should be? Like my favorite number is three three, so I want it to be thirty three. Or like we should have I like three o six. Um, or do you guys try to do you guys think that le- high level, or is that just a waste of time and it gets in the way of the music? I'm being honest, I just, I just play it till it feels like the song should be over. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I, I think the top priority for me anyway is what's in the song, what's yeah. within the song. But like, kind of like going off that just a little <clears throat> bit, uh, the song Fade Into Me, for the longest time we started it differently. Mm-hmm. And then I, I kind of like was messing with it a little bit and I, I sent it to the group chat. I was like, hey, what do you guys think about like going right into this spot right here and it's a little more... Tension grabbing and it cut off a little bit of time or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, chill. Let's, let's try it out. And it worked. But so I've been trying to focus more on that. Okay. I don't think this is exactly what you're wanting to hear. But like 
Stay With Me, that yeah. we just, our newest version of it. Uh, we work with Flip Too Good from Aggressive Audio up okay. in Bountiful, Utah. Yeah. And uh, so we get the final mix back from him. And he, when we got that, I think it was at like 4.02, four minutes okay. and two seconds. And I was like, hey, is there any way, like, I think there's a little bit of silence at the beginning, a little bit of silence at the end. You could, could you bring that to just like 3.59 or whatever? Yeah. I can't remember. I might, I probably have the but numbers But you were wrong. thinking about it now. Whatever it is, I was just thinking... Could you get it below? It's like that mind factor of someone that's like, I'm not going to buy it if it's $100, but if it's $98, yeah. then I'm going to oh, buy it. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever that psychological thing is. So, like, if someone sees that it's under four minutes as opposed to just over four minutes, sometimes that does affect people. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is... So, that's an, I like that that answer because it's not, you know, you're, you're thinking of a specific number. You're looking at it more like a business. Like, under four, good. Yeah, there's um, no there's no real substantial meaning behind like three minutes and 58 yeah. 358 that's not like you know because sometimes saying. the reason i bring up the question sometimes people will say oh look at the time length of that song it's three minutes and 33 seconds and uh they really are trying like some they people planned that they plan yeah. that i'm like i don't know it man. means something i think just generally songs are that long and that's yeah. kind of what you guys have already confirmed where it's interesting the playlist won't accept certain songs of certain length and uh yeah, that's, it's already kind of designed, the system is, at least, for uh, you to make music and slot it into what they have, yeah. rather than to be super artistic about the exact Which is kind second. of unfortunate, but, you know, I wish we could just do whatever we wanted. Uh, but I, I have another question for you guys. I recently heard, uh, I don't know this because I'm not a huge fan of Tool, but uh, on a <laughs> podcast I listen to, and I, I think they make good music generally, I wouldn't know, but I assume they do, that they do something new every album. Um, and they tried to break, I guess, or bring something new to it. And what this person was talking about is they made a record where if you dropped the, what's it called, the pin in at a certain point, it played a song that uh, wasn't on the record. So it was like kind of the secret line within the record. So they brought something new to their record or the record style. And uh, I thought that's interesting. Do you guys, going forward, or... When you make songs, are you trying to think like, uh, how do we break a mold, or is there a pattern that we can see and then break and exploit? Um, or, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, how do you bring something new to the table every time? Or is when you guys, I guess, here, let me answer the question for you. When you guys get <laughs> cool. together, Thanks. when you guys get Appreciate together, that. <laughs> I imagine all of you uh, break the mold no matter what. Because you all have, like you said, blues. And uh, all the other music tastes, when you guys get together, you're breaking each other's molds every single time. And that's kind of interesting to think about. Sorry I had to answer that question no, myself. No, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just it just seems, uh, man, I get lost into myself sometimes. No, dude, you're good. That's... I'm thinking about that. And, uh, man, you guys, you guys really do have to work hard to bring everybody's styles together to make a song. And, to, and when you do that, you're breaking a mold. You are doing what Tool's doing. And bringing something new I guess my point would be uh, if you guys make an album or and you release it or is there gonna be like an artistic style differently you do or what well, is there something you guys are bringing because uh, I want a CD I'd like if you guys people make <laughs> records but I want to hold a holiday CD yeah make like 20 of them okay you know I mean? cool. we could do that I think, I think we could do that yeah, yeah like know. limited edition real-life NFTs on, <laughs> yeah. and um, that'd be kind of cool to see where uh, maybe you don't do that for every album. Maybe the album after that's a record. 
we'll get all that True. records. Uh, but yeah. to break your own artistic yeah. style and create something new every time. Um, and here's my question. Uh, you have an EP. I don't know what that means. Like your first EP, right? Um, I'm kind of music illiterate. Can you break that down for me? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure EP stands for extended play. Okay. I'm sure everyone has their own meaning for it, whatever. But uh, I think if I remember correctly, a single, someone releases a single, mm -hmm. that's technically anywhere from one to two songs. Okay. An EP is anywhere from three to six songs. Okay. Three to six songs. And then an album is anywhere from seven and up. Okay. So do you guys have an album in mind you're coming out with? So I'll show you real quick. Okay. I'm not yeah. going to show the camera, but <laughs> I'll give you a little sneak peek into you our notes. You can send me uh, image clips too if you guys want me to advertise it. Anyway. I was just going to say like, and I'll get, I'll let them see a little bit, but this is our plan right now. This is a plan album that we're having in mind right now. Wow. That's either 12 or 13 songs. Of all brand new songs yeah, that are yeah, not released. Look, that doesn't look familiar, boys. And uh, yeah, and three of these are, or two of these are on our, you know, the new ones we're going to be playing. Oh my god! And gosh. then this we also, awesome. but before that, we're going to release another EP with five brand new songs that you've never heard. And then this whole list underneath that is just other songs that are already kind of. So when I say like I've, I've had a lot of songs written since yeah. like high school. I got Man. a lot of songs written since high school. So... But on that album, if you notice, well, you won't notice, but... Do you have an album There's like in mind, or is it a word to be decided? Yeah, to be determined, God, This man. is the funnest part, right? Like, when you're, you're, it's in creation. Bro, right? are you kidding me? Did you see our, the title of our EP? It's called The First EP. <laughs> 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 it's The yeah, First yeah, EP. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> There's only a second EP and then first album. No. no. Uh, but on that album of whatever it's going to end up being, 12 to 13, 14 songs, whatever we narrow it down to, but like... Half of those are songs that I've already written that, like, I kind of... And then you, we jam to it. Everyone gets their own thing on it. But, like, the other half is stuff that we've either worked on completely together or, like, the last song, Psycho, is one that's he totally came up with. And, again, we'll all collaborate on them, but, like, half of that is coming from each individual person and yeah. their influence. And so, like, when it comes to going... When people listen to this album... As opposed to this next EP, it's going to be all, like, super chill stuff. Yeah. But this album's going to go from, like, hard rock heavy stuff to, like, chill indie type yeah. stuff. Like, it's going to it's gonna be kind of all over the place. It should be. So, it should kind of paint a story, right? You just don't yeah. want one tone for... What, because no, if okay. you do that, and I just... I can't remember... It's probably on TikTok, honestly. I saw someone talking about it, and they're, like... The, the label, the guy came to the label with like, hey, hey these are the songs. Like, yeah. They're already recorded. This is what I want to have on my next album. And the guy was like, dude, this is this is beautiful. Every song in this is beautiful. It's too beautiful. Yeah. It's too beautiful. You need some contract. You need a song that's not yeah. as good. They're all too good. Like, like he legit was like, you need some. It's one color. That is going to make the other ones stand out more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're not going to settle. We're not going to throw in a song in there because we're like, oh, this is definitely worse than the other ones. You know? No, but like just the contrast and style. I think people are going to be like, whoa. It keeps them listening. Keeps them yeah. awake. You know what yeah. I mean? And you need that. You need that kind of sandpaper rough edge. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like, that's the, the grooves and music. Like you think about things, music, ridges, frequencies, like it's ups and downs. It's ups and downs. And... I hate static tone or the same thing, right? Those yeah. old songs like, you know, Bach, Beethoven, all those things like, <laughs> the, the, you know what I mean? Like, if you look at the sound wave of it, like today you look at a mastered song and the wavelength is just basically like, 
Yeah. And then maybe a quiet section, you know, but it's like everything's compressed so much. But like those old uh, orchestra songs and stuff yeah. like that, like I love listening to those like, before I go to bed and stuff like that. It gets so loud and it gets like there's it's all over the place. It's, it's beautiful. I just give a shout out 89.5. Uh, if you live in Utah, they play classical music. That's the only station I listen to. Really? Uh, or 91.7. Give a shout out to KOHS High School. They have the best radio station out there. Um, and they have you got you got we need to get you on KOHS. You familiar with KOHS? No. Oh my gosh, it's Orem High School's radio. So they play. Uh, they have no commercials. They play like it's really? just kids, right? So you get some kids will play Bob Marley the whole time. They're on like doing their class project. You have other kids <laughs> playing whatever they want. Is it going like? Is it just on the actual some radio? Some kids play on their school. Is it like like where is it playing being played? Just so through school? Your, uh, no, it's throughout on your radio. So get in your car. Oh, right really? 1.7. KOHS. It's, so uh, those are the only two stations I listen to because neither of them have commercials. I don't listen to commercials. That is dope. So classical and KOHS. KOHS is run by the kids out of Warren High School. That's uh, in Utah for those who are listening. And um, it's one of the funniest things to listen to because you'll hear these kids and they're like, what, 16? I don't know. What, how old do you have to be in their radio class? But they're actually like talking in between songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While they're in school. So if you you catch it during the day, they're like, here's my next song I like listening to, Coldplay. Or, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's something, you know, when the story gets on, it's like Bob Marley, Bob yeah. Marley, Bob Marley, Bob Marley. <laughs> and uh, Imagine Dragons is real big at KOHS. Uh, Sometimes they get people yeah. just playing that. And it's so funny. Uh, sorry about the Mad Max Marauders upstairs. Uh, but, yeah, so KOHS, we need to connect you with them. I yeah, don't dude. know them personally, but I call in. And that's also the other reason KOHS kicks ass is they take requests. So I always call in and I do the same request, MIA Paper Planes. So, hey, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of like a repeated joke I do. Um, but I love KH KOHS, 91.7. And again, the classical is 89.5, also 89.1, I believe. Nice. Uh, sorry about that interjection, but to your point, though. Dude, that's beneficial to me. I was unaware. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, t music, yeah, music this today is like, uh, so here's why music today sucks, I think, is um, because a lot of people, when you turn on the radio or the, the music that's trending on YouTube, which is paid for, I think, um, the, it's a result of like not real artists making it. It's a person who has a skill and then a conglomeration building them up and saying, we're going to make you a star, baby. And, uh, but like, I think you guys and uh, a lot of like original music or independent music I listen to, you can see the original thoughts. You can see the original riffs. You can see, and this sounds, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll quote this because it's, it's a Dave Grohl thing, but he uh, noticed how like imperfections, right? Your music isn't absolutely perfect, and that's what makes it real music. And you hear something on the radio, a lot of these people, it's like, oh, man, it's so fake. Yeah. Uh, it's not authentic. And when, when I listen to you guys, it's, it just sounds real. It sounds genuine. And uh, the lyrics come through, the, the, the riffs come through. And I just want to say congrats Thanks for that. Man. Um, that's hard to make. It's hard to be yourself. Uh, it's hard to make music uh, that is completely original. And when you guys work together and make what you make, that's original. And I don't think anybody's paying you to make music or someone's <laughs> like, oh, you guys should do this and talk about this and play this type of song. 
Um, and I love that. Just you guys do what the hell you want to do. Thanks, man. Uh, that's pretty awesome. That. That, yeah. That's the same with you on your podcast, dude. I try to be. You do whatever <laughs> yeah, you want. Yeah. Like whenever I see your clips and stuff, it's just like, dude, he's just going off right now, and I love it. Like that's what gets me to click on it and keep watching. It's just you're doing your own thing. You're saying whatever comes to your mind, and even if you you've even admitted to me like a, a month ago, or whatever, when we saw each other, like. Some of your opinions are unpopular. Yeah. But that's what's going to make you popular. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm in, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not, I, I just admitted to myself I don't know anything. I'm kind of an idiot, right? So. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude, really? <laughs> but like, because uh, there were so many things I thought I knew and then you learn in life, whatever they are, they weren't true or this or that changes. Like, oh man, my former self thought I was smart, but now like I thought I was just holding sand, really. Yeah. Like, I wasn't holding real knowledge. Um, so now I just feel like I don't know anything, and it's easier to make art that way when you just like your your soul speaks more freely. There's no filter, um, and that's what I was saying. My third eye, the, the previous generations of the Provo kid were like trying to find out like how do I represent myself authentically? How do I uh, do this in a way that's just true to myself? Um, and that's such a such a learning process, and um, it. To be honest, I didn't really come to what I would call wisdom, quote unquote, or any kind of learning until I was 27. And you mentioned you were 25. I don't want to be like, how old are you next? But you guys are pretty young, right? We're both 25. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. 26 and two. Well, dude, if you're wondering, 25, 25, today is actually our basis birthday. Sean Morrison. Shout out to Shawnee boy. He Tone just, Vision? He just turned Tone Vision. He's got right? a solo project, Tone Vision. Vision. Check him out. Uh, yeah, let's get some. He plugs. just turned. Uh, he just turned nineteen today. Wow! Right? So he, he just got, turned nineteen, and Owen's twenty. That's so. beautiful. You and uh, the thing that I'm drawing to is that that energy. That being twenty five, you guys are so much closer to your kid self, to your original, authentic self, and you guys are actually, in my opinion, living out what uh, a young younger version of you would have liked to idolize or envision, right? Yeah. So when I I'm thirty one. When I was young, and it sounds weird, I can think about this probably being 8 or 9 or 10, but like, oh, it'd be cool to have my own TV show, right? And that's kind of how this whole podcast thing started, was like, you know what? It is a TV show, but we call it podcast, concert shows. Sure, yeah. Like, we all have these different semantics for these different things, but uh, my kid self, I'm living out his dream right now, right? This is my dream, to have my own TV show talking to a kick-ass band representing Utah you know what I mean like, right, the things I love things I grew up with so it's I think it's awesome you guys are so young and you got a, you got a long and bright future ahead of you and uh, man 25 and I uh, hey proud of you guys I want to ask this question whose birthday is next you said Sean uh, is either of you who's next on your birthday list you well June 6th June 6th uh, I think didn't Owen say his birthday's in like oh, nine yeah. days. Oh yeah, Owen's is June first. Owen turns twenty one and like yeah. I think it's June first. It was nine days from yesterday. He okay. said in nine days, so whenever that is. Owen, Sean, Mitchell. So we got a lot of people's birthdays coming up. Let's get on their Instagrams, follows, likes, subscribe. Let's give them some birthday love. So uh, and Tone Visions. Are there any other members of your band who got stuff going? Uh, who would uh, you guys would like to give a little plug or shout out to? Yeah, uh, our drummer uh, Theo. He's in a band. We just went to was able to make his concert on Saturday night at the Valour. He okay. plays with Down River. Down River. All right. Down River. 
And his sister's like the lead singer and stuff. It's pretty really? cool. They do like 70s rock. No rock way. and roll. Like it's so cool. It's yeah. They got some of that it's feminine dope. energy dude, singing. That's it's cool. legit. Oh, she's dope, dude. Yeah. She's got like a little scream in her voice. Oh, dude, <laughs> like, yeah. That's cool, man. That's fun. And you guys work with a lot of, I mean, I because you work with guys who are doing their own thing or in different bands like uh, Sean and um, Theo, right? Theo. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you combine, or have you thought about like, uh, and I mentioned Lonely Hill uh, earlier, or Lonely Heights? Lonely Heights. Yeah, Lonely Heights. <laughs> you, have you guys uh, reached out? Or, like, has anybody? Is this this collaborative ever, or like, are you gonna have a featuring on your next album, or anything like that? We, because I'd like to see some more <laughs> collaboration, uh, just in general, because all this music I'm hearing is amazing. And I, like you, like you said, man, when you guys work together, you always make something new. And I'd like to see what else you guys could make uh, with a feature, a feature here or there. Have you guys talked about that or a, a little bit? It's like we, with other artists, we haven't like, like down river like uh, his sister. Right? We haven't really explored it too yeah. much. That thoughts come to us, and we've briefly mentioned like yeah. again. So like for me anyway, and I think for you too. One of our big influences is like Lincoln Park. We mm. just filmed a TikTok today covering Lincoln Park. That's awesome. And uh, they obviously. Mike Shinoda, you know, there's a lot of rap in there and stuff. Yeah. And with what we like to do, it's, like we said, kind of, it's all over the place. I've straight up written raps. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I would never do that with Hollow Hill. I don't know where I would do that. But then it's like, well, we got some songs that kind of incorporate yeah. a little bit of it. But, like, do either of us want to do it? Maybe not. And it's like, there's this band, Native Leave, shout out them. They got us our gig. We opened for them at uh, the Depot in Salt Lake okay. and then also at the Great Salt there. Awesome. And, uh... They're like a alternative reggae type thing. And they're from uh, Utah. They're they're based here in Salt Lake. So, oh, but their lead singer, their lead singer, I grew up with him in Vancouver, Washington, Washington wow. State, actually. And uh, so that's just kind of how that came to be. And he's like, oh, we found out we both did. We didn't. We haven't seen each other for ten years, and all of a sudden we both found out we did music here locally. And we're like, oh, cool. That's but, a small uh, world, huh? We've talked about briefly maybe collaborating a little bit. Like I know we've got some stuff. This was a long time ago, but like, dude, get Logie Logue from. Native Leaves to come on Robin oh. Verse or something like that. That'd be kind of tight. You know? Yeah. But just stuff that's completely up in the air right now. Like nothing is planned whatsoever. That's really cool. I'm a big fan. Like I grew up with uh, Revolution. Yes, uh, dude. Iration, I love Revolution. Tribal Seeds. Like I was such a stoner, man. I was a big fan. <laughs> People don't know this, but I was, you know, every yeah, day. That's good stuff. In though. high school, man, I was cutting lunch and. Look, looking back, I thought I was slick, but obviously everybody knew. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he gets shot to class. I just allergies. <laughs> it's uh, it's fun though, man. Uh, we're we're approaching uh, close to an hour, and uh, I just want to say thank you guys uh, for joining me uh, here today. It's been a, such a blast. Um, fuck, man. Is there anything else we, you guys want to talk about? Do you have questions for me? Because I've been talking to you. Want to know, have any questions for the Provo kid or anything like that? I got a lot of questions for you. <laughs> Go ahead, Sorry, did you have a question right now? No, I was just, I'm curious where you get like all your inspiration. Like what, you do a lot of conspiracy type stuff. Yeah. You also do kind of other stuff, but like where do you draw inspiration from? So basically frustration and <laughs> um, so I went to college and I got a graduate degree in teaching. And when you do that, you look at you. I reflected a lot of my life and how I was told to be this and told to be that. And 
after that, I said, I'm going to be my fucking self. Like, yeah. end of the story. Like, yeah. no more talking a certain way and, like, right. Like, I, I, I was so molded. I wanted to be, I wanted to sound smart, be a part of the system, maybe, like, climb this ladder, I thought, in education or wherever. And when I realized what public ed- education had done to me or, or what I thought it had done to yeah. me in this this system made me it's like you get upset right uh that i tried so hard (laughs) i gave a fuck yeah holy shit like (laughs) what the fuck was i doing trying so hard to impress these people and sound smart and like i was trying to be and do what other people told me to do and i only learned that because in my graduate program in teaching i had to teach kids and you have to break their spirit like oh like i never would do that I tell kids they could be YouTube stars, right? But other yeah. teams, like you have to, you have to help them understand that that's not a reality. It's like no, like my yeah. whole view is uh, happened a lot. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, I hated that. Um, so I, in my middle of uh, two years in graduate school, right, to get a master's degree, uh, I'm two months away from graduation. I have a little breakdown. I say I quit. I'm not doing this. Um, I know I'm not going to use this degree. I know I'm not going to teach. I'm fucking done with this system. I hate it. Uh, luckily, I had a good support system around me that helped me graduate, and I'm thankful for that. But uh, I vowed to just do what I want after that. Um, and so that's how I came to be what this is, right? Just a reflection on myself and the system. Of, cool. like, I, I'm done being told what to do. Yeah. I'm done being... And so I'm an anarchist. And people don't even really understand what that is either. I had to read a few books, unfortunately, to even like figure out what an anarchist is <laughs> and uh, what it means to me in this world. But basically, it just uh, means I have no rulers, right? Nobody tells me what to do, um, except my wife. Yeah. <laughs> to some extent, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm going to obey somebody. I will bend my knee. Uh, of course, it's always to, to her, and I love her. So she's my biggest supporter. But you ask, like, where's that inspiration come from? Like, pent-up energy for the past, I don't know, yeah. what, 28 years of my life of being something that I really wasn't. Um, I didn't want to go to school. You know what yeah. I mean? I didn't want to be a teacher. I didn't want to do all these things that everybody told me to do. And I mean family and the system, culturally. Sure. Like, I had a conversation with someone who said they were in high school, right? And before they graduated, they had to apply to high uh, colleges. And that's crazy, right? This whole system's telling you, you need to go to college. You need to be this. Yeah. Um, and that bothers me because you know the truth is you need to start a band, you need to make art, yeah. you need to make music. I was gonna say that's the thing is everyone in our band right now took at least a class oh. in college. Can I do something? All out of college. Or all <laughs> My most successful friends are dropouts. Yeah, yeah. So like that's the craziest thing. The ones who chase their dreams, right? The ones who uh, I have friends and I'm not. I won't even like. Yeah, the ones who did well realized that the system wasn't for them, and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go do this." Nope. And I was surprised because I'm in this system. I'm like, and I and I apologize for judging them, my former self, judging them in the past. Like, True. oh well, I've got my degree, and oh man, <laughs> the most brainwashed people, trust me, are the most educated ones. Like people yeah, who got sure. degrees. For like, sure. oh man, it's frustrating to deal with a smart person. So you, you got your degree. You yeah. Disgust me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I disgust myself sometimes. <laughs> I hate when I try to sound or be... No, no hate to those that did, you know, and have good jobs and they enjoy their lives. Yeah, it works for some people. Fantastic, For some, though, it's just... But if you know what you want, 
sometimes that d- requires a degree and sometimes it really does not. Yeah, but yeah. I'll say this. Your generation, my generation, we were all sold something yeah. from the time we were six years old to the time we graduated high school, and that was go to college. Yeah. Uh, you know the, you know how much college people make between uh, more than high school graduates? It's like, what? All this yeah. propaganda we had to go through. Yeah. And I feel bad for a lot of Americans. I really do. Um, and I got degrees. Thankful everything's always beneficial at the end of the day. Whether True. you got a degree or didn't, I think God works for, for you personally yeah. uh, in the best ways possible. But you have, I, that was a long-winded fucking answer about where I get my <laughs> no, energy. That's great, man. No. <laughs> dude, that's what we want, dude. That's good. Sorry, well, I love it. it here, man. Oh, dude, we both relate to it, dude. Yeah, so. yeah. honestly. Awesome. And, uh, fuck, man, this has been awesome. And I can't thank you for having us, dude. Uh, So, before we close, uh, Kilby Court, July 1st. July 1st. Yes. Uh, Anything else we want to tag? Um, Let's give every member of the band a shout out on their Instagram handle. Maybe, like. It's uh, going to be, well, so Hollow Hill official, first off. Go give us a follow. Um, Same on Spotify. Uh, Where else? You know, TikTok, whatever you want. Amazon Music. We're on Amazon, YouTube, Apple on Music, YouTube. all the I, I listen to you guys on Amazon Music, so like that's my cool. yeah. streaming. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> totally I can just play it over and over. Yeah. 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 That's where Perfect. our one stream on Amazon comes from. I'm just uh, kidding. No. That's where all our streams come from. No. Uh, and then I'm Kaylee Browning28 if you want to follow me. Mishru underscore Squires. Hard to look, just look at Mitchell Squires. Yeah. <laughs> You're tagged all in your band. Say, photos, I was going right? to say, if you just go to Hollow Hill Official, Hollow Hill dot official. We're all tagged in all yeah. of our photos and stuff. Awesome. So, yeah. And uh, what song are, do you want to end on? I'm going to play the song off of your YouTube. So if you can think of uh, a song that you'd like to close on out, what, what's it going to be? Uh, might as well go listen to our newest song that just came out, Stay With Me, Reimagine. Or what's it, what is it? Is it Reimagine? No, I think it's, so. No, it's, it's uh, sorry, that's Sam. Oh, this yeah, is going to be apart, Stay yeah. With Me and then in parentheses, Falling Apart Again. Okay. Or if I heard it, that's what we're going to listen to. <laughs> I don't even know the name of our song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys being here. God bless uh, you and uh, everybody listening. This is Hollow Hill and uh, stay with me. Um, have a great week, everybody. God bless. Falling apart again. Recalling the words that you have said. And now you've gone to bed. Sleeping sweet dreams while I'm still missing pieces to the puzzle. Try to sort them out. Lying here awake with all these doubts. I'm digging through the rubble. But now we're running out of time before we let this go. So please just let me know. Please just let me know.